0: Welcome to
1: the family with Tevin Pitman,
2: Alex Bernard Rasmussen, co-host Catherine Prince,
1: Andy Brad Bernard,
2: and Melissa Bernard.
1: I want you to know that fraud Devin has his Viking shirt yeah, on. That's right. Even though he's a Packer Dude, fan. Not. Don't disrespect him. That'd be great. Have
2: fights already. It's only Monday.
1: A couple of things we got to teach people how to pronounce the name of the new Miami Marlins general manager. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because they're pronouncing it wrong we'll on look Radio it up and Television. Look see if television. I can uh, guess. Okay, look it up right now. Oh, right now? No, oh, no, okay, we'll look Marlins. it up in the break. We'll lo- look it up in the break. Don't look it up now. Look it up when we're back on. Catherine. What? what? <laughs> look it up when we're back on. I don't I wasn't looking it up.
2: All of a sudden, Alexa, which I don't even have, is sending me messages.
1: Oh, oh it's because of next. Uh,
2: uh. I'm telling you, that show's freaking me out, man. <laughs>
1: we'll My be right God. back with the family.
3: Well, Melissa said she did like this one better than the last one, so maybe she'll like the
1: next one better than this one. All right, be like Andy and Melissa and check out the Nissan Rogue. It's been a dream of mine to be like Andy ever since he was born. (laughs) So, yeah, check out these vehicles at Walzer Nissan in Burnsville and in Coon Rapids, House of J-Lo and the House of Dan Resch. Tell them Andy sent you. Walzer Automotive Group, com. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we got Zoom off for Thanksgiving surprise, but to open things, all right, Andy, look up the new CEO of the Miami Marlins baseball team and see why people on television and the radio are pronouncing her name incorrectly. Is it
2: Polish it or has something? No vowels. It
1: is not mm-hmm. Polish. She is Asian. Yeah. Oh, Kim. It,
2: oh, I saw Ng? that.
1: Kim, Kim Ng is how you Ng? say her name, but how are they saying it? Oh, I guessed Ng. I don't know.
2: How is it spelled? N G. N G. <laughs>
4: mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, you yeah. got it.
4: Like, like because obviously, I think she got announced on like Friday that she got the job, right. and so yes, like she did. I like see the last name, like I have no idea how to say that, so like do a quick Google search, and it's kind of hard to find. I mean, it it's is. probably yeah. easier now, but it's probably it was hard to find like the correct. I had to find an interview from her like a long time ago where she said it, and I was like, oh, that's how.
2: Why not just it's put an, an ing on it? Just yeah. you know, so people aren't you just put an i
4: on there. And, yeah, really.
2: <laughs> One so day, and that, that
4: rolled off the tongue a little too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, Whoa. that's why I'm
2: saying I put the I on it for <laughs> oh obvious reasons. And I think
4: I think in the interview I saw she pronounced it Ang.
1: Somebody said Ang. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ang. So
2: it's I-N-G, like it would be I-N-G. No, it's It's
1: N-G. But I mean, it would sound like I-N-G. Ing or Ing either one. Ing would be...
2: Well, you could ask her. I just like
1: Kim.
0: What did you you say? Hey, Kim.
2: Shut up. You? What was that again? (laughs) I was doing phonetically. And she went like
1: this. By the way, Catherine did the hand signal. She went, last name is... <laughs> Neg- I did. She got soul pulled out of there on there. Poop
2: me. emoji, poop emoji to you. Okay,
1: come on.
2: Yeah,
1: whatever you say.
3: No, no, no. It's, but it's Cantonese. Well, it's I Cantonese. was gonna say what
2: is N G? Where so, does that come from?
3: Because in uh, Mandarin it would be wu pei, wu pei Chin. Wu Pei Chin. But in Cantonese it's ing pui Kam
1: they're yeah, very different in we comes. that's a good day in we okay, come
3: Daisy yeah. why are you looking at me like you're going to murder me <laughs> <She's been weird. laughs> <She's laughs> look at her
1: she's got beef she's why gonna, is she
4: looking at me like that she's got to look at her
3: like is? whoop she looks like she's going to attack you oh my
2: god,
5: god. <laughs> 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 I think she, look at me I think she hates your necklace <laughs> I know I don't know I'm she's
2: hating sorry. on you I don't know Honestly, what's going on I was thinking about the dog and at her house
1: like what the hell's her deal seriously
2: I could bite her I would did you see it yes did you see
1: it give him Alex the death stare
3: Next
1: time she does like it, you should take a
2: picture. So mm. you can see it?
1: Yeah. Aww. The death Dark. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, of Zoom. Zoom offers Thanksgiving surprise. Video conferencing program will scrap its 40-minute time limit for November 26th only. Oh, that's so families can chat. Nice. That's very nice to hear. They can get on Aww. there. We're not going to do it. We're all going to try to infect one another. It's going to mm-hmm. be unbelievable. Well,
2: my dad can't see yep. anyway, so I went through all this trouble of getting yeah. him an iPad and getting google duo du- mm-hmm. i yeah. think it is oh, so yeah. because people that don't have iphones blah 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 so i bring up andy i'm like yay yeah, it's working it's actually working my dad says i can't see it anyway i'd prefer to talk i'm like son of <laughs> 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 alexa what's the temperature <laughs> what's the weather outside? even though exactly. i can't go outside alexa, what's, what's the forecast I've not allowed outside. <laughs> okay, you know all those people
1: that run around <laughs> saying that America sucks and they hate America and it's a horrible like place, mm-hmm.
2: like Devin. Like Devin, yes, Devin constantly. Yes,
1: unbelievable. He won't stop. Okay, let me tell you how much America sucks. There's a guy in uh, in China. He's from a very very poor area of China, and he wanted to buy something and they don't have any money, so he went online and sold. He's I think like 19 years old, something like that. Went online and sold a kidney. Sold um, one of his kidneys.
2: Online. Sounds Jeez. safe. Yeah, yeah, really. You know what
1: he wa- bought with the money? Probably something stupid. It's oh, an Andy, Xbox, Andy, you might start Xbox, crying.
2: PlayStation. It's probably he,
1: a PlayStation 5. No, he bought a phone. But you know which phone he bought? Flip phone. This is for his kidney now. He gave up a kidney for this phone. You ready? An i4. Oh. Oh, my wow.
2: gosh.
1: Did he I? just get an iPhone 4? What's an
4: iPhone 4?
2: Like, how much did he get for that kidney? Right. Not much, I'm <laughs> like guessing. 20 bucks and a pack
1: of cigarettes?
2: <laughs> yeah, like what you is... Can't,
1: you uh, cannot upgrade it either. I, I four,
2: iPhone, iPhone
1: four. 4s, four, yeah. you can't upgrade them. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I,
3: I don't even, even know what this for is. is.
2: What is this? Like a 7, I eight, think if you look somewhere... <laughs> on, <laughs> that you have but so it's yeah, definitely worth Because the it settings, if you go to little. settings... Did he
4: say how much he got for the kidney? Was it like just enough to cover the price of the iPhone? I have an iPhone 11.
2: Is that Let's good? See. Bad? Yeah, yeah that's, that's the reason. The
1: oh, well, oh. this, this happened
3: 12. in 2011. To be what did? Oh, really? This story? No, no, this is a new one then. The exact same thing happened. Someone bought an iPhone 4. Well, it came kidney. up on the wire
1: this morning, so I don't know why they'd send it up this morning.
3: Hmm. Yeah, this. The wire's
2: this happened lazy. in 2011. <laughs> They're recycling stories because they got nothing. And oh, they so
3: apparently that. got it for the equivalent of $3,200.
1: Yes, thirty-two hundred bucks. That's right.
2: Oh, that's so like that. Cuba prices.
1: Thirty-two hundred bucks, and that's how much. But that's how oh, much he got the, phone the kidney cost. for. Oh, yeah. But he I, had to give up the thirty-two hundred for the phone, didn't he?
3: Uh, no. He also bought an iPad too. Oh well, uh,
4: well so worth the kidney. Because in two thousand eleven, yeah. that's probably not that far off of cutting edge, I guess. And,
3: yeah, no, it was a no. year old kidney? at that point. Yeah. yeah.
2: How
4: old was he? He was seventeen.
3: Seventeen. <laughs> and now he is attached permanently to a dialysis machine.
2: Oh, oh. So, oh that's the why the they story came it? up. Yeah. Yep. Well,
1: that's well, why the story they came did. up. Of it's a black they market. It. Yeah. yeah nephrectomy. You'd you you do not want to do wow. that. So that's why the story came up on the wire today because he's on dialysis <laughs> oh, after all my that. God. Wow. You know, and what you know what he said to the phone company? So oh. You don't need two kidneys, you only need one. Mm-hmm. Well, apparently, you need two because now well, you're on dialysis. I'm, well, so he
2: gets, he gets, I mean, dialysis can't be cheap there. No. Is he? How is he getting that? I
1: That's a know. great question. They got the uh, Dong Xiaoping well, care, don't they? Isn't it? Like, so well, Obama it's a communist
5: care. country, so isn't that like all? I
1: think Dong Xiaoping's been out there? for a while. <laughs> it's been a while. Well, 2011. Uh, Deng Xiaoping, I think it was out in the 70s, if I remember correctly. Let's
3: see. Okay. He died in 97, 97, and he was the leader of the PRC until 1989. See, there you go. So I was only
1: off by 31 mm-hmm. years. <laughs> yeah. of Give or take. Uh, a few. I was only off yeah. by 31 years, no problem.
2: I mean, considering they manufacture everything in China, you would think everything yes. there would be super inexpensive because they don't have to oh, have,
1: you all have export money, uh,
3: taxes. How poor mainland Chinese people are! Oh, it's unbelievable. Well, they have no yeah.
2: money. Well, that's why in Cuba they're all very poor. But now they're allowed to go to America and buy so many pounds of goods, which mm. they almost bring. They almost always bring back electronics.
1: Yeah, yeah, right. they do. That's and true.
2: they and bicycles. And a bike that would cost $400 here, they have to pay, like, 1500 because yep. it's a, it's all black market stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so even so they though they're manu- allowed to do <coughs> it.
3: They don't manufacture or import anything. No, so everything nothing. is, like, you know, 19th generation <coughs> recycled or passed yeah. down or whatever.
2: So, yeah. It's great being very, poor. Very, very sad. Great being poor in the world. Mm-hmm.
1: So I did notice something, Mr. Pittman.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm watching the Masters yesterday. Yep. I would like to know why it's okay for Nike to use slave labor to build their goods because every one of those players had a Nike hat or shirt. On. Because money. Yeah. So slavery's okay <laughs> if you can you can you, <laughs> can, yeah. you can wear their stuff. Slavery's Definitely okay. if like, You yeah. make money from it.
4: But they also brought in michael jordan so that we give him a pass like jordan's a part of the nike brand. oh slavery's together. okay as yeah, long as michael so, jordan and it's not black it. kids that are making the stuff uh, so oh, that's, gee, here
2: that's, we go so it's that's obviously that's true. That's it's like, so like, like hypocrisy knows no bounds
4: I'm not, you're I'm not here to make people <laughs> happy i'm just letting you know how it is if it's happening in china people don't that is care true. about what's going on it in other parts of the world true. or them well, it's
3: like, you know, the uh, lithium mines in Africa to make your smart car batteries. Yes. Right. It's very similar conditions, and those are black people. They but are They black don't live people over there, here. Yeah. We yeah. don't have to look at them, so
4: who cares? Yeah. And maybe Nike should just pay them more. Well, they, that's what well they'll that. pay them at we'll them should, all. You're right. They should just start paying them more. Yeah.
2: More Z-Z? is easy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but
4: zero, yeah, throw them a couple <laughs> bucks. Zero's a percent. They're doing a great job. Mike pay them. With you their are words. such a hypocrite.
1: It's <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah.
2: How do so, you so sleep at night?
1: the Democrats are going to have, because the Democrats owned all the slaves, so they're going to have to pay reparations.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Oh. Right? But only Green. them. Mm-hmm. But only them. Yeah, why? Oh, their party didn't do it. Although Michael Bryan tried to argue with me that those Democrats are now all Republicans. Yeah, that's the argument, is that they yeah. switched, which right. doesn't really make a whole lot Whatever. of sense. Whatever.
3: I don't but know. that you, was
1: after slavery anyway, so what's the difference?
2: Everybody needs true. to be slapped <clears throat> inside the head.
1: It and, is true. But yeah, I saw so many Nike logos, and it's all slave labor-based. Yeah, well, that's I mean, like the NBA,
4: NFL, is pretty much all Nike-sponsored. <laughs> yeah. Um, MLB, I think, has got a bunch of Nike stuff as well. But yeah, they do. Pretty, pretty much you can't do anything related to sports without, without Nike. Yeah, because Nike can, owns
1: every sport. Yeah. I think it's only New Balance tennis shoes are made in America. Everybody else's are made overseas. Why don't they
2: start making it in the United States and hire right. all these people that are needing because help?
3: those people want living wages. Exactly. In China, a 12-year-old is not going to be asking for $15 an hour. I they would don't think get paid that The PR
2: would make it so that people would actually buy. No one cares about the PR.
3: Uh, we got to take a break. That's heaven's set. They're over there. Who cares? All
4: right. What
2: I don't believe that. I'm just
3: saying. Oh, well, yes, yes, from, from now, now on, on if yeah, is anybody calls me, me. next time I'm talking now. to you Keith
1: Ellison, I'm going to say, well, you know, Tevin doesn't mind the slavery over yeah, in China.
4: <laughs> any complaints, you can send them to the Tom Bernard Show email." <laughs> <No. laughs> <Yes, laughs> do. Don't at me. Tevin's right,
2: personal <laughs> email is let me look that up. <laughs> just, <you know. laughs>
1: Kevin Slave Driver Pittman, that's his new name. Oh SD, what well. we call him. Oh, goes, oh <laughs> well. well, we'll be back right after this. Tom Bernard with my buddy and CEO from North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, you work with many different types of businesses. Can you tell me about one of them? Absolutely. Real
5: Fishing was started by a young entrepreneurial couple here in the Twin Cities. They offer guided fishing services during the open water season and ice house rentals in the winter. They came to us with a great idea for their business, but not a lot of experience in getting one off the ground. Now that they're up and running, they've told us how much they appreciate that we listen to their ideas for their business and help them work through all of the contingencies that could come knowing that we will be here to help them every step of the way with the capital they need.
1: Yeah, they're not going to get that at just any bank. You need Bilski. Tommy, our whole
5: team at all of the branches take pride in providing outstanding customer service and are ready to help our clients when they need us most.
1: Why not bank with my banker? North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio listener square and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Bed Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, and MyPillow Towel Sets. Or call 800-516-5146 and use promo code TOM.
0: I said, sisters, if you only knew, you would
3: wish you were in my shoes. Keep on you. I tell you use me All right. you, use Are
2: you ready?
1: me ready? Oh. You didn't have your headphones on. I did not because it was very loud.
2: He was staring well, at something shiny.
1: <clears throat> no, actually I had my <laughs> headphones off because I'm just Thinking about the condemnation of Tevin's immortal soul for supporting slavery in China. I do not support <laughs> slavery <laughs> in China. What you said. I'm
4: just disclaimer. People aren't gonna get don't get up in arms because it's over in uh, in China and not here. And so they. It's like it still slavery of human beings. Right, but I mean, there's a lot of right, slavery right. of human beings well, going not on everywhere. Right, uh, <laughs> but, like, but it's not thing. Right. If it doesn't affect people <laughs> your, every terrible day terrible here, they don't. That's true. Don't care. A lot of people.
1: Person. Not in my backyard. <laughs> so, uh, are Matt and Nick ready? Yes, they are. Matt and Nick Jackson, how are you? You damn right. That's what I would say.
2: And hey, hey, everything's... Matt. They heard the conversation and hung up quickly. Oh. <laughs> uh, well, like, I don't know bye. has gone. Oh. <laughs> uh, back. Who are these people? Why would they be talking I don't
1: contest? know, but they're promoting their new book, Young Bucks Killing the Business from Backyards to the Big Leagues. It's on Amazon right now, as a matter of fact, the Electric and a daring independent wrestling tag team share their inspiring story about two undersized, ambitious athletes from Southern California became the idols of millions of popular sports fans, uh, coveted among the ranks of AEW's elite wrestling lineup. What do you think of that action?
4: I could not be a wrestler. Why not? Just because you have to be like crazy, I feel like to be yeah. like, get hit in the head with like a chair and jump onto a table oh. from the top everyone, rope. And,
1: everyone that and I ever it. knew had a little bit of an attitude. I will tell you yeah. that. I'm,
4: I'm not. Uh, that's a that's a level of crazy that I I can't match. I'm not tough. You enough You know, they're to going be to be
2: on the show.
4: So. No, I mean in a good <laughs> way. No, it's in a good way. Crazy. In a good way. I mean in <laughs> a good way.
1: It's not for everybody. I can't do it. they should be right. I am. Matt and Nick Jackson, how you doing? Yeah. Good. How are you? Marvelous, Here. marvelous, marvelous. marvelous. <laughs> uh, so you guys grew up in Southern California, correct? Oh, yeah. Yep. All right, I should tell you up front that I uh, spent about 30 years of my life uh, lifting weights with everybody from the Road Warriors on down we man i will tell you one thing professional wrestlers you guys are a lot of fun to hang out with that i will tell you <laughs> that's awesome it's the road true. warriors huh that's pretty wild oh yeah we just lost we just lost animal Law about what about 2 3 weeks ago my good buddy joe oh, man, he just died unfortunately yeah, 60
5: he's- He's
1: a great dude, he's man. One of our good yeah. friends. Oh, he's a great. He was a great guy. There's no question. Lovely family, and of course, my wife, who's sitting at the opposite end of this table, once got in a screaming argument with Hawk at it a. It was
2: hardly screaming.
1: Steakhouse, and the two of them. He it's ended up hitting. Matt and Nick. He used to carry a sock full of pennies with him, just in case anybody to uh, bother him. he just hit him in the head with it. Uh, <laughs> he's arguing with Catherine, oh my, my wife, at this restaurant, takes it out and hits himself over the head, and pennies went everywhere in that restaurant. You're <laughs> 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 the wild man.
0: The
1: <laughs> I loved him, honest uh, to God. what a guy, that guy. But, yeah, I mean, everybody from all the way back, well, how old are you guys, by the way, ballpark?
5: I'm 35. I'm 31, yeah.
1: 31, 35 years old. You remember you know, names like The Crusher and, you know, Vern Gagne was a huge AWA here in Minnesota. Oh, yeah.
5: Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that was, I, I had to go back and watch those types of matches probably on YouTube, but I mean, I have definitely seen them, but it was
1: maybe before my time,
5: but yeah, absolutely.
1: It is quite the world, and I I never was a wrestler myself, but I used to lift a lot of weights with them and hang out with them, go to dinner. One thing I will tell you, and then I'll shut up, I promise, but I love talking to wrestlers, i got to be honest with you. But um, as far as that's concerned, I learned something very quickly. When you went out to the bars with about 20 wrestlers, professional wrestlers, you could feel in the air when it was time to leave. (laughs) I will tell you that. Oh, yeah. He goes, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's true. God, it was so especially, much fun. Especially
5: back in that time, man. It was it was a wild time in the business. I think it's calmed down since, I think. <laughs> but, yeah. But, yeah, I, I've read stories about those days. It, it, it was a whole different industry.
1: Well, it's all true. I'm, I'm here to tell you, in person, it was all 100% true. They didn't make any of it up. It got crazy. Uh, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, I, and I love this descriptor. By the way, the electric and daring independent wrestling tag team share their inspiring story of two undersized, ambitious athletes from Southern California, became the idols of millions of popular sports fans. Now, what do you mean by by undersized? Because most wrestlers are severely oversized. So maybe you're just normal size. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> we probably are. Uh, yep.
5: I'm Five eleven. that's
0: five ten. We're we're about I don't uh, know one eighty five, one ninety. So yeah, we're we're undersized in wrestling, but in normal life
1: we're probably just about average. <laughs> so why? Wow, that's good. So, so it doesn't sound like you guys went with the uh, special uh, liquid addition to muscle. You didn't sound like <laughs> like you didn't go that route. No, and you
5: know what? And, and, and when we were breaking in in the early two thousands, it was still very much a big man sport, and mm-hmm. people encouraged us just to get on steroids, and we just didn't. We we didn't want to do it, and we saw what it was doing to. Uh, all the young wrestlers who were dying at such young ages yep. from heart attacks or whatever and and we just decided at a young age you know what we're going to do it clean we're going to do it right and and we weren't necessarily physically big but our act was big and we came in and, and we did things that nobody had ever seen and we would dazzle audiences all over North America and in Japan where we really got mm-hmm. popular and, oh, yeah. and people stopped seeing us for being small and they, they started seeing us as, as stars and, and that's really where we started uh, cutting our teeth
3: Well, you're talking about uh, weight classes, you know, wrestler versus normal. So if you guys in the room had to guess what my boxing weight class would be, what would you guess?
1: Your boxing? Yes. uh, I would guess that you would be a super lightweight. No, not a super lightweight. (laughs) You would be a light heavyweight. Yeah,
4: that's what I was going
3: to say. I would be a cruiserweight. Well, you which, would be cruiserweight. Yeah, what which is mean? the second highest. Yeah, cruiserweight. I was going to say, you'd
2: probably be higher because, I mean, it's lean. They're not like...
3: Well, but cruiser... Yeah, 200 know. pounds is the upper limit before you get to heavyweight. Yeah. Which right. is really, right. like, if you think about, like, a mu- real mm-hmm. big muscle-bound guy, he's going to be well over 200 pounds. Yeah. But in boxing, you know, it's not designed for people like that. Yeah, No,
1: that's true. And really, the sure. world isn't. Matt and Nick, i got to tell you one thing that I just love. There was a there was a show on every Saturday night at 6 o'clock. For years, the AWA, Vern, Gagne put it together, and I used to watch it every Saturday with my friends. We'd have a few beers and watch it, and then go out and act like complete psychopaths on Saturday night. But one of my favorites of all time, you remember the the, the crusher, the AWA crusher? Oh, absolutely. He came on yep. one night. He comes on the show one night, and he's carrying, you know those... Uh, those about four-inch deep uh, suntanning little things that people lie in to get a suntan. He came oh, yeah. w- walking yeah. out with that and a 28-ounce framing hammer, and he claimed that that was his boat and that he was going to go fishing and just hit the fish in the head with the hammer. That's how he was going to catch him. <laughs> That's the part, oh, Matt and boy. Nick, for me, that wrestling, when he came out, Marty O'Neill was the announcer. He came out and he Marty, got to tell you something that last match. I got a thousand stitches in my head. I lost a gallon of blood. Well, first of all, you only got five quarts, so you're pretty much dead. <laughs> but that's <laughs> a no su- the show you're talking about, putting on the show. That is a thing. What from the time I was a little boy till today, I love the show of it all. Love it.
5: Yep, yep. That that goes into everything, and and that's you know we have our own show, AEW Dynamite, that we help write for every Wednesday night on TNT. And, and and it's still very much that. It's a lot of sportsmanship, but it's also a lot of over-the-top characters like that. It's a little bit of everything. So love it. Yeah, it, it's what it's what we grew up on, and, and and now we get to do it for a living. So it's, it's unbelievable.
1: So now, now, what do Mom and Dad think of uh, Matt and Nick being professional wrestlers? They like it. Oh yeah, they uh,
0: they were our biggest supporters. Uh, in the in the book we talk about how our dad actually built us a ring in the backyard. Oh god. They couldn't afford to put us through college. To, and this was their way of pretty much putting us through college was building us a ring and hoping that we could make it big one day and it, it paid off.
1: I by the way, Matt, Nick, who came up with the name the Young Bucks? I love it.
5: It was. It wasn't us. It was. It was actually the promoter who didn't know our names, and we had these young-looking baby faces, and and he, he, they didn't know our name, our tag team act, so they said they put us on the board as uh, the young bucks. So they, they had no clue, and we hated it. We thought it was so stupid, and, and it got over though, and, and and that's what everybody started calling us. And seventeen years later, I'm thirty-five, and I'm still a young buck. So
1: <laughs> nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong being young buck at thirty-five. I just uh, that whole thing is it how how much time do you spend on the road every year though oh my god
0: uh this year it's been a little less but yeah man, the, the years prior uh before covid hit obviously uh it depended. like uh we would probably be on the road 200 plus days uh, cool. out of the year and it's tough because we got kids at home and we got wives at home and missing the, all those holidays and all those special events uh it, w- it would get to you so this year it's been a blessing in disguise because we've been home quite a bit and uh we've got so many uh opportunities to uh to play with our kids to spend birthdays with them and spend the holidays with them and that's the one good thing that came out
1: of this whole uh, pandemic oh that is a good thing you guys have a few more minutes i've got to take a very quick break but if you have a few more minutes we'd like to keep you on for a couple more if that's all right all right, yep. we'll, be, we'll be back in two minutes. Matt and Nick Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. The book is called Young Bucks Killing the Business from Backyards to the Big Leagues. It is available on Amazon and pretty much everywhere. We'll talk more about the book with Matt and Nick right up to this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. My wife is picking on me, Matt and Nick. Do you have any female wrestlers come over and put her in a headlock? Oh, man.
2: No, don't do it.
1: I would appreciate it. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson are our special guests. The book is called Young Bucks, Killing the Business from Backyards of the Big Leagues, available on Amazon and pretty much everywhere. Uh, so you guys are pretty young. You're, what, 35 and 31, you said? Yep. yep. How did you? How the book get started? Where did the idea for the book come from? Man,
5: I've, I've always wanted to write a book ever since I was a freshman in high school and I read uh, Mick Foley's Have a Nice Day. I fantasized about one day having a wrestling career that was good enough to write a story about. And uh, we got the offer the offer from HarperCollins Publishing, which is major, it's huge, and I knew we couldn't turn it down. And right. So we were at a point in our career where, you know, we were at a fork in the road. who's go to the WWE who was offering us millions of dollars or, or start this new company called All Elite Wrestling. And... And this guy Tony Khan, you know, he he convinced us to, to start from scratch and start something new with him because we felt like the we felt like the wrestling business was sort of broken, the system was broken, um, it needed a change. Uh, the fans wanted an alternative, and we felt like we could supply that. And while that was all going down, we that's when we were writing the book, and we knew that that would probably make for a pretty interesting read. So we started documenting everything, and we started writing our story and and here we have the book now finally it, it took 2 years to write and we did it all on our iPhone so it was pretty challenging and <laughs> yeah. uh, but we got it done and I'm happy we did it at the time i was upset we were doing it because it was ruining my life but <laughs> now that now that we did it and it's over with i'm very proud of it
1: no, i think that's that is terrific um, we're talking to Matt and Nick here they're they're currently part of All Elite Wrestling for which they made their TNT debut October 2019 so you're you're Thirteen months in, how so? It's going very well. Millions of fans, from what I read.
0: Yeah, it's, it's yeah, going it's going very well. Uh, we man, we never expected it to uh, be such a success overnight, pretty much, and here we are. Like, like you said, thirteen months in, and people are watching every week. Uh, and yeah, you know, it's, it's living the dream. Really is because uh, we help produce a lot of it, and uh, we do it on a weekly basis, and I have to pinch myself sometimes before we go live on TNT every Wednesday, I'm like, oh my god, we're, we're actually doing this, yep. we're
1: having so much fun
0: in the process.
1: I think it's terrific. Is there any, I mean, Gorgeous George is a name probably, that uh, people, people your age and younger, do you guys know who Gorgeous George was? Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, of course because yeah, a lot of people don't know Gorgeous George was the first uh, bleach blonde he'd come out wearing a cape he would do, I don't there was nobody before him was there I don't think that did that ben, kind of thing. with that oh, flamboyant no, I, style I think he's he's
5: the innovator of that I think I think so
0: Right. That, that's where Ric Flair I think got his look you know and Oh yeah, that no question. A, a lot from that.
1: Jesse Ventura followed in that with the feather boas and the the whole shooting match. Um, who is there? One person responsible for the the entertainment? Let's say the humor side of professional wrestling, because that as a kid and as as an adult, I love the humor side of professional wrestling. Okay. It just the flam, the flamboyant style and the over the top. BSing basically is a good way to put it. I, I just how did they know that man? They how did they know that was going to be such a big hit? The flamboyant dress and the style and the interviews were way over the top. It, they had to roll the dice I think and take that, a chance.
5: I think that was Vince McMahon, you know, who who took the entertainment side and really it, like put it into wrestling because it, you know in the beginning it was more of a sport and right. He was the one who. Who realized, hey, this is entertainment. He even made it entertainment. It's in their name. You know, it's like I think he's just responsible for a lot of the, the stuff you see today, like the over-the-top, the showsmanship, the you know, the flamboyant characters, all that stuff. I think that was his genius.
1: Well, I tell you, I, I'm lucky enough. I get together, you know, Greg Ganya, the son of uh, Vern Ganya. Greg's a, a really good friend. I still get the guy, get those guys once in a while. We haven't done it recently, but we used to have him in to do this show once in a while and i got to get that going again because you want to laugh and have a good time I mean non-stop laughing you get about three four wrestlers in a studio and you can forget it it's fantastic oh yeah oh,
5: so, sure. so entertaining <laughs> yep.
1: it yeah. is well, entertaining
5: people on earth yeah.
1: did you guys have one one or maybe a couple of wrestlers that inspired both of you oh for
0: sure uh Hulk Hogan actually believe it or not sure was- probably our biggest inspiration. Uh, Matt had his figures as a little two-year-old, and uh, that, was, that was probably my first memory, was watching Hulk Hogan rip his t-shirt off and <laughs> drop the leg <list laughs> drop on a guy. Oh, yeah. Those are my very first memories of uh, of wrestling. And later on, it would probably be the Hardy
1: Boys. And, yeah, I could definitely see that. Are, are you, are you, when this COVID thing uh, passes, or they're thinking about maybe next spring, maybe next April, we might be okay again. Uh, are you guys going to take the act on, or is there any chance you guys going to come to Minnesota? Yeah,
5: yeah. I think I, as soon as it's safe, we would. We're, we're itching to get back on the road and to become a touring brand again. Because right now we're we're pretty much. In Jacksonville permanently, you know what I mean? Like it's been like this for eight months now. So yeah, we're we're dying to get back on the road and to hit every town
1: like we used to and definitely Minnesota. We'll be we'll be hitting it. Like, I cannot now. wait. You gotta have you in studio when you come into town. We'll have you in studio to do the show. The book is available now. Young Bucks Killing the Business from the Backyards to the Big Leagues. Available at Amazon and every other place. Matt and Nick Jackson. Matt and Nick terrific talking to you. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Have a good day. Bye. Matt and Nick Jackson, ladies and gentlemen. God, Catherine, did you, you? You probably got sick of all that stuff eventually, didn't you? Sick all of what? All the wrestlers being around and no,
2: all of that. Did I don't you? remember it being intrusive.
1: <laughs> no, I just kind of went because it's very flamboyant, it's very over the top.
2: I remember watching my brother Terry, who's two years older than me. He would watch, I mean, that was the early days when. They weren't all that buff, and they were wearing, like, swim trunks, kind of yeah. like. And I remember going, Why are like you the crusher watching this? <laughs> mm. Kind of weird.
1: A friend of mine told me a story about the Crusher. You guys, you know who the Crusher was? No. Andy and Alex, Melissa? Do you remember the Crusher? He was the first... Do the lock. <laughs> Do the eye gouge. Mm-hmm. It was phenomenal. But he... <laughs> He was one of those guys. He'd wear swim trunks because he had a little extra heft to him. But a friend of mine told me he was playing golf at the Hiawatha Golf Course, and there was a 7 some in front of them.
2: Seven people on Jeez. a tee. Oh, and these two yeah, yeah. guys. It'll take a
1: while. These yeah. two guys walked up behind them because they were waiting for the seven guys to finish. These two guys walk up, and one of the guys goes, "Just hit into them. They go, we can't hit him. He goes, I said hit into him. It was the Crusher, right? I said hit into him right now. Uh, They go, okay. So Jeff tees it up, hits it into the guys on the green. They turn around. They're giving him the finger and swearing and screaming and all the rest of it. Crusher steps up to the front of the tee box and goes, don't make me come down there. And they all just left. (laughs) (laughs) He used to come into the ring carrying one of those huge beer kegs on his oh, Jesus. <laughs> he was as good as it got. So,
2: Andy, I've got a question for you. Remember, in the early days of Bitcoin, you said you mined some Bitcoin, the and then you lost. You bit. lost the uh, password or something. Yep. It's going to surpass three hundred thousand dollars by December. It's all 2021. a scam. Twenty one. You, you might want to figure that, that yeah. out. If a single
3: Bitcoin was worth three hundred thousand dollars, wouldn't you hear more stories about people getting rich off of it? You yeah, where think did you, you find those on many no stories. Yeah, that no. is true. B- Bitcoinfans dot
2: com. Cryptoglobe dot oh, com. Okay. Cryptoglobe. Well, okay. is oh, like, oh, the Very
4: the uh, New York Times. That's the right.
2: <laughs> People buy a tiny fraction of yes, they Bitcoin. Do. They don't you don't have to buy a Bitcoin.
1: But the money I
2: just, I nobody's don't ever understand made any it. money
1: that I know of from That's it. That's
3: because It's becoming
2: a thing. Buying okay,
3: Bitcoin, Mom, you only buy Bitcoin as an investment.
2: People spend Bitcoin.
3: But they spend the tiniest little bit, and it's only for things like you know buying stuff online. They only they buy the littlest bit of Bitcoin, and then they buy something online with it. They're not like
2: oh, there's a rumor saying that the Fed's going to get into this cryptocurrency stuff sooner or no, later. I'm
1: sure, they are. There's a billion of them. Well, they're already about thirty trillion in debt, so they better do something. Might be Just time saying, to move along to other things.
2: If you've even got the tiniest little bit, you might want to look. Figure out I what think that Andy's password is. Right. It's all a scam. It's the thing,
3: it's like how you can't just like cash it in. You have to have someone buy it. Yeah. And so who's going to be buying one Bitcoin for $300,000? Well, if you if you uh, mined yeah, it for true.
2: free, yeah. you could sell it for a lot less but and still you, make some money. Yeah.
3: Is anyone actually buying it like that or are they all just mining it and hoping for the best?
1: Well, let's look it up. We've let's got to take I a break. We'll take, it's we'll, all confusing. We'll look it up and see if anybody's buying Bitcoin <laughs> from anyone in the second hour.